As a kid, I was taught that we don't know what yawning is, and I've just kind of stayed with. Your brain that. just needs like I know what it is, like a deep, like a deep <laughs> gulp of air. Wait, Adam, you know what yawning is? You're not telling anyone. Well, you know how you like stretch your arms out and stuff. It's like stretching your throat <laughs> out. The fact that it's that it's con- uh, that you can like get people to do it. Yeah, yeah. It is I crazy. think I bet if we talk about it a little bit more on the podcast, yeah, someone's. Go- yep, you can, make, you can make monkeys do it, dude. That's how how much they empathize. Guys, look at me while I yawn. Oh, he's so cute when he does it. It is making me want to yawn. Yeah, it want. feels good. But only dude. because how boring you're being. <laughs> it <laughs> it is because, good. Yeah, I'm yawning, but because of the dead air that you made our podcast <laughs> have just now. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, listener, if you yawned listening to the introduction to this episode, uh, write in, write in, here. <laughs> write into six 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 ninety nine the Devil's Way. <laughs> <laughs> is that an address? That's, uh, that's our PO box. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Should we get a PO River sticks? Should we get a PO box? Hey, more the Cosmo, we're like a PU box. Box. Hey. Okay, I'm ready to record. I don't hey. know. You guys are tired. I'm working on my stink. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's the name of your memoir. I've yeah. read it. Working on my stink. <laughs> Imagine having to go to the post office every day or every couple of days. Every for your day. PO box. Oh, that'd be so sad, though, if we went every day because you know it would get pulled up. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet if we started the PO box, people would write to us, but. Frankly, I don't, I don't. Yeah, we go every day, and we'd, we'd hit like ten days in a row with nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, you think like, people uh, would write to us if we were like, "Hey, um, we have a PO box. We announce it on the podcast. Maybe there was some incentive. Maybe we open your your anthrax that you sent yeah, to us on the like, on the air." <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Let's open yeah. a PO box, but you can only use it to try to assassinate us. Yeah, we we promise that one in ten letters will be laced with a deadly <laughs> pathogen. <laughs> yeah, you just try and kill me, Joey Bernard host of the American Journal But if of you kill Joey and Adam, that you lose. <laughs> you have to kill, manage to only kill Joey. Interesting. That was the introduction. I was just trying to get the introductions rolling. So you're, you, you know? Yeah, I'm Adam McShane. Uh-huh. And Cosmo decided to do a little riff on that, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh-uh. I'm in riff jail. Sorry. Cosmo Nomiko's here. Yeah. Prisoner of war. <laughs> yeah, we, you keep calling it riff jail. You did commit manslaughter. <laughs> that is why you're in I there. I killed so hard. That's you can why. be funny today. I'll be the boring one. What? Come on, know, man. I'm sleepy. Come on. Haven't you I'm heard? sleepy. Did you hear? Oh, I love I love morning records. Let's do all let's all do all day records. Nothing to worry about. And then we do one day record, literally done jack shit today, and I was like, oh, I'm still so sleepy. I think the truth of it is literally you just have like an hour during the day that you're productive and you hope it lines up with mm-hmm. when you're recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's so hard to schedule our our own hours together, you know? Uh-huh. We're one day. You know, we're only about 60-some episodes in. One day, we're going to sync up. Yeah, dude. Our, oh. We're going on the same cycle. Yeah, we're going on the same cycle. The moon will, the moon will align for us. Yeah, use so the tides control when we release our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well. Okay, Adam, you, could, you don't got to be funny, but you do have to say words occasionally. Oh, all right. You kind of exhaled in a, in a comedic way. <laughs> it was a beat there. I liked mm-hmm. it. Rad. Tubular. Uh-huh. Ooh, I, uh-huh. Ooh, I do like these words. You know I'm <laughs> having a good time. Do you know any new ones? Words? <laughs> you know, I mean, like, you said rad and tubular. It's kind of like, reminds me when you said, <laughs> referred to Katie Holmes as the most attractive woman you know. It's, uh, I don't even know what she looks bit. like. <laughs> but <laughs> but up here. <laughs> famous famous Katie's are, are hot, I think, right? Famous Katie. Wait, so Katie Couric is Katie. I don't know. John and Kate plus is Kate Beckinsale hot? (laughs) I'd assume. (laughs) See, that's what we're talking about. I don't know what any of these people. Someone defended a celebrity and then said, "I don't know what she looks like, but I assume she's hot." That was Henry being like, and she's probably beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even know who's the hottest Kate. You know, Uh, who's? Oh, I know. All right, whatever. Not famous. Don't worry about it. Do we can't be doing really this. Hot Kate in our life. Uh huh. Well, yeah. Stop. <laughs> I mean, that's well, don't. Pretty that clear. Was, oh, was, it, it's a good thing she doesn't know who we're talking about. I bet there's a hot person with every name. 
<laughs> yeah, it's actually if you think we're talking, if you're Kate listening to this and you think we're talking about you, that's very <laughs> you're, 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 fucking you're wrong. so vain. Yeah. You probably think yeah. this podcast is about you just because we said your name and you we know who all we, you know that we all know you. Who are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll me. ask Adam later. Me, we were talking about me. <laughs> well, Joe. Yeah. Joseph, I'm gonna ask you because sometimes I get the sense that our listeners cannot read. <laughs> who's, who's the goddamn loser today? I forgot. What's interesting? <laughs> I just I do not remember. I remember, but I don't know how to say it. <laughs> I was just razzing you for not being able to say it recently. Now, how we open these uh these these multi part episodes every time is I say, Cosmo, what do you remember from last time? Ah, and I say, boy, boy, are they in it this time? <laughs> Boys, our gang of of characters. <laughs> Whoever they may be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember a little bit more. We left off. Uh, most of them are dead. Uh-huh. The the other ones are kind of kind of dance. Did they get arrested at the end? I am having trouble. I am. <laughs> We're talking about Patty Hearst and the what do you pronounce Cymbal- it? Sibylies. Uh, no, I didn't want to get again. Adam, give it a shot now. Sibylies. <laughs> Soliloquies. No, please. No, it's not Sibian, <laughs> but it's it right. close. It's Symbian. Symbianese. Symbianese. Wow, dude. There's an L in there that you wouldn't drop. Look at these. Symbianese. <laughs> you know that old thing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. And it's like, no, we know. We actually were trying to talk over you so we wouldn't call Christmas attention trees, to what you It's like, Adam, you know I do. <laughs> we've done this before. Yeah, Cosmo is always playing joke. <laughs> yeah, we've watched these halls before. <laughs> there were a lot of characters, though. They went through a rebrand, right? Was there a new name for this group? this army they didn't have they didn't have an official new name they never decided on one i think they went through a lot of yeah. names okay. i'd say officially kind of like my band in high school they, they're they were exactly like your band in <laughs> yeah, high school dude. they were bombing all Local. the damn time, time time oh come on come on it's hard, hard as a band to know if you bombed or not yeah it's a little more abstract especially like a hardcore metal band i feel like you're just like well we did make noise yeah. <laughs> like i don't know yeah i think it'd be so easy as a musician to just play a set no one pays attention you're like oh, yeah. that fucking rule the, the guitar is a perfect barrier between you and the crowd yeah. it's a coward's instrument i overheard someone after one of our shows going i liked what they were going for they're onto something. Okay, that's not. <laughs> that's kind of a good. Con- mm, yeah, bad. and not everybody saw your band, but everyone that did started their own band. I understand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love to say that about yeah. things that aren't bands. It's so funny. Not everyone went to this grocery store, but everyone who, who did. did. Started their own grocery Fire store. Generation. I don't know the origin of this. Yeah, I'm confused too, but I'm he- I am humoring him. Yeah, <laughs> all right, fair enough. God damn radical. It. This is what it feels like to be Adam McShay. Pretty good, Joey. Nobody yeah. knows about cool <laughs> bands like I do, and things that people say about cool bands. It's just you, just you and them. <laughs> just you alone on the top of mountain, mountain music, <laughs> mountain music, mountain music. What, what, what? Um, remind me actually where we were. <laughs> we were Ooh. talking about. House fire rebrand moved back yeah, probably to the bay. They're looking yeah. at Disney World because a lot of them got fucking lit up. They, ro- the they robbed their second bank, and I don't know if we got into ah, the details we were of about this to rob the second yeah. bank. So uh, previously, Patty Hearst and her accomplices had moved to Sacramento, just a day trip away from the bay, uh-huh. for when they need to hang out with their old allies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. See the full house. that's why they kept it's why they kept going back Uh they missed seeing the full house establishing shot (laughs) which didn't exist yet but they knew something was in the works like i just really like this house (laughs) this house is gonna be big people are drawn to it i don't know it's like the it's like the kaaba and mecca magnetic center of of the (laughs) doesn't it also just look like the houses next to it I, I kind of just like <laughs> I need plain. to look at it. I need to look at what the full house establishing shot looks like, or I'll go insane. Is it beautiful? Did they make a beautiful home for themselves? Yeah, this is where we need music. Could you could you turn it so I could see? Yeah, that's that beautiful tall Whoa. Full house. Wow, that's what it looks like. But yeah, like look at the they have that establishing yeah, shot a, too. They're all the same. Just a row of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's like huh. 
Yeah, that looks fine. <laughs> I'd like to live in that. Just, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that must. Yeah, what's the property value on yeah. the full oh, house? Oh, my God. It's got to be. I mean, it's San Francisco. Or just that block. Yeah. And they're big, like, three million. flats. Yeah. yeah. I remember hearing that the the like average price for a studio in San Francisco is like $3,000. And I was like, the person who told me that, I was like, oh, no, you're that's a mistake. <laughs> like, that can't be true. Like, uh, Oh, my buddy was a travel nurse. His his living stipend was 3000 a month for oh, rent, boy, renting. That's and, so nuts. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's, well, it's but they're bumming it. They're they're best country of... in the world. <laughs> we are we are nailing it as a country. I gotta say. <laughs> okay, so they're kind of squatting in the full house. Um, uh-huh. No, they're in Sacramento. <laughs> that was a weird tangent we did. I see. I see. But they're in Sacramento, and they're about to rob another bank. And the reason behind why exactly they chose to rob a bank at this time is not super clear for reasons that will. Money apparent later. Yeah, I'm guessing it was for money. Money baby. was a part of it, but like, why a bank in particular? Just because it was something they were familiar with. Whatever. Because it's there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why do we do these things? <laughs> because they're there. So April twenty first, nineteen seventy five. That's over a year since the last bank robbery in San Francisco. Uh, it's the Crocker National Bank in Carmichael, California. That's a, Is that a small bank. Is it a big bank? It sounds like it's a national bank. It's very big, huh? <laughs> oh, all right. What's a big bank in a small I think bank? Every bank can say <laughs> national, though, and it's just like, yeah. yeah if you call from the other coast, we'll loan you some money. Yeah, I guess if it's in the in the nation, <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> like it's outer national banks. Yeah, I don't know. I think probably small, right? What's a small bank and a big bank? It wasn't an ATM machine. Well, J.P. Morgan Chase, big bank. Uh, 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 piggy bank under my uh, UW closet. Credit Union. Although I don't know the difference there, but well, there are small banks. Something else. There's a McFarland State Bank. That's but congrats. McFarland's not a state. I don't get. It's kind of like you get to level up one <laughs> I, with the if name. If you're McFarland, you get to be the state. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah. Wisconsin, you get to be national. Crocker gets to be a national bank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Sometimes Anyways, they kill a lady this time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Who, who pulls the trigger? Crocker. Uh, so it's Emily Harris that ends up pulling the trigger. She is working the crowd and is she was not doing that in the previous bank robbery. She's inexperienced in this regard. Uh, and it's also happy. the woman she kills. I mean, just from a PR perspective. Nightmare. Worst one you get. Really? Mother of four. Her name is oh, Myrna no. Opsal. You can't kill Myrna. Those. It's a Monday morning, and she is <laughs> coming in with three of her friends to deposit the church collections for oh, the weekend. Oh, Myrna. <laughs> <Can, laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? She moved. Yeah, sometimes that's how it happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was a. Uh, Emily kind of justifies it as like, uh, she was a bourgeois pig. Or that's a nice lady. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I also would like try to come up with like, yeah. oh, I mean, I'm sure she was evil yeah. in some way. Yeah, you were, you were frantically looking at her old tweets, hoping for something. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, please. <laughs> uh, they do make out with some money here, but after this, it's time to get the hell out of Sacramento. Yeah, dude. They fucking can't. There's nowhere wants them, nowhere can keep them. <laughs> well, guess where they go? <laughs> uh, L.A. Maybe. No, they go to San Francisco. San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, they are forced to San Francisco. Three or yeah. four. Uh, this is just I think the third time, but every time they leave San Francisco, they come back yeah, to yeah. it. It's the central hub at the whole yeah. of the whole thing, the Bay Area in general. They start in Berkeley or We're whatever. Going home. Uh, but this is where they're living under the radar, but relatively. The heat is not on them nearly as much. Really? Well, they haven't been in the Bay for a long time, right? Oh, and there's right, right. no connection between this bank robbery and the SLA that the FBI is aware of, oh, right? That's, oh, okay. Yeah, that's helpful. Because they weren't caught. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they're all kind of living separate lives at this point. Like, Emily and Bill did not know where Patty was living, but they were still meeting up, well, right? They're, they're like a weekend liberation army. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Patty had just... Patty was... Like a National Guard kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. They have to... Patty was living with uh, Steve Solia, the, her her boy. All right. Remember, she got that new boy on the way back. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Steve's sister, Kathleen, his two sisters, Kathleen and Joe, and the Harrises and some other friends of theirs, they were still like, you know, people's schedules get busy, but you still want to be a terrorist organization, right? Yeah. Don't you feel like if you're in a terrorist organization... It's weird to have like siblings in it because it's like if you get along with your sibling well, 
Why are you so mad about? <laughs> like, if you're, if you, got, you come from a happy family. Like, what's what's the deal? Interesting, dude. <laughs> it's, chill out. It's all these other families. Yeah, dude, have a barbecue and, you know. Yeah, talk, yeah, talk about dad. <laughs> I think the, exactly. I think the issue and... is every time the, the Solias get together, <laughs> they just start talking about how they need to kill the fascist insect they praise upon the yeah. life of the people. Oh. Yeah, that's the thing is if you have one of those in your family, it's fine. But then you get two of them and they mm-hmm. start they start yes and each Actually, other. To imagine the one just like regular liberal solia that sees them at Thanksgiving and like, oh, they're always talking about trying to murder cops with bombs. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> to be fair, every time I get with my brother for a few drinks, it's like Man, we gotta find out how to make some fast money. <laughs> Truly, I'm like, we can't keep doing this forever, right? And he's right. like, Yeah, I'm tired too, man. <laughs> he probably makes good money too, right? <laughs> yeah, he makes, yeah, he all makes right, decent right, money. Right. <laughs> but you see what I mean? Like, you all are of yeah. this. They're all of the same cloth, uh-huh. you know. Uh, and anyways, uh, B- Patty's dating one of them, and they are getting into the bombing game. <laughs> Remember, bombing was huge. Yeah, uh, fertilizer that summer. <laughs> bombing was huge that summer. It was it was the summer of seventy five, and they were trying to blow up cops with bombs. Is Unibom oh, popping around mm-hmm. at this point? I, I feel like they would kind of see eye to eye. Hey, buddy, I don't know when the Unibomber's around. I think the Unibomber doesn't really see eye to eye with anybody. <laughs> I think that was kind of his thing. Yeah, he was anti technology. Was there a certain... He was just mad at, like, the iPod. <laughs> was there a certain technology that really made him mad? <laughs> He's just like, I can't get my fucking beeper to work. <laughs> he was trying to... <laughs> Ted Kaczynski's moment where he lost it. He was flattening out a dollar bill to put into a vending machine. <laughs> and it just kept rejecting Just give it. me the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, they're making all these bombs. Patty herself actually sets one of these bombs. It is a dud. That one doesn't end up killing anybody. But yeah, they're targeting exclusively cops, basically. All right. Not terribly concerned about collateral At damage. At their home? Or are they like... How, how police they... stations, police cars, okay. gathering, you know, donut shops, places where police are going, <laughs> yeah. wife beating conventions, <laughs> dog killing centers, wherever, wherever police are bars. up to. <laughs> yeah. Bars. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Sad bars by the highway. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just, uh, just catch getting all the cops on their way, drunk driving home to beat up their wives. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. My sink's mad. Our sink is kind of pro cop. Because they should have said all that oh, stuff. Yeah, they are. It is, they're getting revenge on the people, not not the people that revenge. murdered. They're getting revenge on cops, and they are anti-cop. That's the kind of organization yeah. that they I were. I mean, you know, uh-huh. look at that's all right. A lot of it's aged pretty well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of this is aged like a fine wine. You know, uh, yeah. They they're not terrific at bombing. They're not terrific at making bombs. You know, it's, it's I imagine a tricky pursuit. Yeah. They set fire to one of their houses while all building bombs on time, and a walk. <laughs> and a firefighters just walk right on past Patty Hearst, wanted kidnap victim wow. slash terrorist. In their defense, though, it's like it's, it's not like their you job. Ever, you ever run into someone in like a context that you <laughs> that you wouldn't write like you're oh, not used buddy. to? Well, I used to go to this like sub shop across from my work like twice a week. And I walked in once, and there was this guy out front smoking. And I'm like, where the fuck do I recognize this guy from? And about 15 minutes later, he walks in and puts on his work outfit. I'm like, oh, he works here. You were were so close to the place. Yeah, he just had to enter the door. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I see this guy working here all the time. It's really bad. I don't recognize him when he's not serving me. Yeah, yeah. Dude, if you put sunglasses on a dog, I'm like, did that guy go to my high school? <laughs> <laughs> I know you from somewhere. <laughs> All right. Uh, the beginning of the end happens. <laughs> Hold on. I thought I turned it off. <sighs> the machines. Dude, the Unabomber was right. <laughs> we got a fucking... It was a it was a dishwasher, <laughs> yeah. and it was like the, the technology's been terrible for humankind. We the industrial not. revolution set us back by <laughs> millions of years ethically. He was mad because of the smoke detector in his kitchen. <laughs> There's got to be a better way. He couldn't he find the right guy of a battery. It was <laughs> yeah. keeping him up all night. He's making fajitas, and it won't stop going off. <laughs> He's a shitty cook. <laughs> I will get revenge. <laughs> All right. What the hell is that dishwasher really is thrown off the course uh-huh. of this episode? Yeah, two, times, oh. two times. Two times. All right. Yeah. And we, yeah, we have a dishwasher. So <laughs> he, he's a, he's a young 16 year old boy. <laughs> yeah, he needs yeah. some money. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> a lot of hired help here. You don't pay him, but it is an internship. He's <laughs> <laughs> saying there are good things that can happen to you one day, young man. Yeah, yes, sir. I love how dishwasher is one of the few job titles where you share your title with a machine yes. that you work with. You're an assistant to the dishwasher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. The beginning of the end of this is uh, a little tip that the FBI gets by Walter Scott. Uh, you guys might remember last Scott. week we talked about Jack Scott, the man who transported them across the country. Uh-huh. Okay. His parents were kind of down with the cause and drove the car. His dad was the one that tried to let, yeah, gave Patty an out. Right? Yeah, yeah. D- yeah. So both of Jack's parents were totally in with him harboring this fugitive. But there was one member of the family that wasn't allowed in on the family secret. Walter Scott. Walter Scott, kind of a the black sheep of the family. But I guess when you're the black sheep of a, like a ultra Terrorist leftist family, family yeah, yeah. that you're kind of just like a regular Republican <laughs> yeah. guy, you're just like a white sheep. <laughs> but this was a brother to Jack. This was his brother, okay, who tipped FBI off about the farmhouse near Scranton, and they were able to find there. Even though they had wiped down the place very thoroughly of their fingerprints, they were able to find Wendy Yoshimura's fingerprints in that cabin, which eventually wow. leads them back to the common connection between the two groups that were staying there, which are the Solia family. Okay. Uh, and so the FBI now is starting to stalk the Solias and find everybody out there. Uh, and very quickly, they see Bill and Emily are living with some of them. <sighs> yep. Yeah. It's coming down to an end. They So that stalking the Solias, they find two places. One is where Bill and Emily are staying, and one is a house on Morse Street, uh, once they get eyes on the Harrises, they are able to arrest them and then get into the Morse Street house. It all comes unraveling pretty quick. Yeah, it sounds, all this. sounds like this house of cards comes tumbling down. How, I mean, how did how did uh, William find out? William Scott or who? Walter. <laughs> Walter. How did Walter find out? I know out? there have been a lot of names. <laughs> There's been a lot of names. I'm sort of just like 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 going through <laughs> them and this. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. I've and I've also been skipping so many names because the only one that's important is is uh, Patricia. Patricia Hurst. Tanya Hurst <laughs> is Patty Patricia Tanya Hurst. Uh, yeah, but hey, they're able to track down to this this Moore Street house after arresting Bill and Emily. And some of the Solias, although Kathy, Kathleen Solia, kind of the central hub of this whole group, she gets away. Wow. Mm. Uh, and she's not going to be found out for a very long time. Did she get away in one of those horse costumes with someone on the back? Yeah. I've always wanted to be in one of those. <laughs> she's like on this train. Yeah. <laughs> that's, one of those, that's one of those riffs where it's like Adam set himself up for it. Adam set himself up to talk about horse costumes. Yeah, I've just been thinking about that lately. horse costumes. <laughs> For a Halloween party, do you want to both be the back the back of one? That's like, oh, that is fun. That's <laughs> like, funny. Like we were like, I was oh, you too. <laughs> I was wanted to get you know how people have deer mounted and it's like the the neck up. I've always wanted to get just a, a deer mount of the back end. Yeah, they must be, be they must be cheap, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they've got to be doing something. Yeah, with you the... can find them on the side of the highway all the time, dude. <laughs> well, I'm saying like if you taxidermy the front half, like how much they're just you tax- have a back half mm-hmm. <laughs> taxidermy it. Let me put it on my yeah, wall. <laughs> that ass on display, dude. <laughs> it's also like the feet to both all four feet it's oh, so like cut like, off at the neck yeah, yeah. Oh. oh so it's like looks str- like it smashed its head through the wall <laughs> it's jutting out like six feet <laughs> yeah, from, yeah. Like, oh yeah. yeah okay yeah, yeah you're i'm and i'm hitting my head on it <laughs> ow <laughs> uh so at this house on moore street once bill and emily have been confirmed captured uh agents uh break into the back of the house break in they just kind of walk in okay they kind of right. casually anybody sh- home uh yeah, and somebody is home. It's a uh, just sitting laughing at a table, much as we are right now. Do they kind of always? Is there guns laying around just ready for moments like this? So here's what happens: Patty and Wendy are sitting at a table, chatting, having fun, being like, "Wasn't it so fun when we were terrorists at one time?" Oh God, I love not being arrested by the police. <laughs> Guy walks in, FBI freeze. Fuck. Patty immediately bolts for the guns that are yeah. in the other room. Yeah, this God, she's got a bloodlust, this woman. Really? Yeah. yeah. Immediately. She's she is she is ready to fight, grabs a gun. By the time she returns to the kitchen, the FBI is a gun pointed at Wendy. Yeah. Only surrenders because Wendy's life is yeah, in immediate yeah, danger. Yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah. Uh uh, so Patty Hurst, after being on the the run for over a year. Wow, dude. This was in September. Imagine if they just hadn't taken her. (laughs) How different her life would be. (laughs) She might have gotten into other weird things, but, you know. She found a fork in the road, though, man. (laughs) You see a fork, take it. Yogi Berra. (laughs) 
reading some Yogi Bear quotes the other night. Mm-hmm. Remember any other good ones? Nope. Not a, not a single one. Like... That one's not even that good. Yeah, that's the bottom tier for That one's one of the weaker ones. Yeah, it was. But I loved him being famous as like a guy who would just like had a lot of funny shit to I, say. I think what it was, you can observe a lot by watching. Hilarious. <laughs> good job, Yogi Berra. Yeah. Also being named Yogi Berra. Mm-hmm. That's a huge win for weird parents everywhere. <laughs> Uh, yeah, September 18th, 1975. Patty, even not including the part where she was definitely a kidnap victim, yes. she has been on the run for longer than we've been doing this podcast. Wow. Not this episode, which I know feels like a million years, endless, but yeah. But she's yeah. been doing that for 45 fucking years. <laughs> uh, yeah, well over a year on the run. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and she's not like going back to her normal self right away. She, uh, when being arrested, uh, lists her occupation as urban gorilla. Of course. She's, with a, with an E in she there. She really thinks that she's making that work. And it is not working. I mean, she, like, flashes the revolution. She, like, flashes a fist to be like, hey, we're going to get them. Wow. <laughs> this is only part one of the revolution, kids. Yeah, part, part two and three involves a lot of jail time. <laughs> a procedural. Uh, I... But even with all this, you know, she's she's different now, right? Her family's mm. still happy to see her. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, um, they probably didn't want her to fucking die with these lunar tags. They yeah. didn't. I part of me pictures her family having the money to hire a PI. Oh well, yeah. I don't think you need Hearst money to hire a PI. I think there's True. guys that'll do it for fucking fifteen but, bucks so they an hour. Looking, they weren't looking. They were really? no, they were looking. I think were they over overestimating the the power of a PI? <laughs> yeah, you're like uh, surely if a PI had gotten yeah. on the case, you would have figured it out. You know, do you, the, do you have anything to say on that, or you do you want to elaborate? He's invoicing you forty five dollars a day all towards sandwiches, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, although the FBI was looking for her, mm-hmm. but you think, but you think one guy with a license could have really got the job done? You know, to privatize the FBI. I don't know, you can kind of skirt the rules a little if you're that guy. Unlike oh, the cops right. who play by the rules. Yeah, all the time. that's true. It's probably the rules that were stopping <laughs> yeah. them. That's and I think that's the issue with the cops is that they have to follow all these freaking rules, yeah, dude. dude. They're dorks about rules. <laughs> they love them so much. Well, they're always enforcing them. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, I did. I did miss something. Oh, okay. <laughs> the thing. I, the thing I missed is that. <laughs> oh, and I only say this because every source will tell you this is that Patty Hearst wet her pants when the FBI guy showed up. Oh, that oh, she she was peeing herself while grabbing guns to fight. Uh, That's like it, an octopus spraying in, <laughs> <laughs> in battle. I think it's only on the record because they allowed her to change her pants on the way to the to the cop shop. That's nice of them. <laughs> they also didn't want to clean their car, although they have plastic for that, right? Plastic seats, because everyone gets mad in the back and pees. Yeah, cop car has, has seats like a bowling alley. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, really? This is the seventies. I imagine it's shag. Yeah, you got to really get up. All the steering wheels, <laughs> fuzzy pink steering wheels. Cops used to have. Yeah, with Starsky and Hutch uh, action. Dice on the mirror. Really dig your toes into that carpet egg. Uh, but yeah, so she gets arrested, still playing up the revolutionary stuff, and. uh even with like her family coming and seeing her and talking to her, gen- generally seeming happy to see her, actually. Yeah. She's still being like, at first, she's still like, I'm the revolutionary. She's writing lever- letters to Stephen Solia, also in prison right now, being like, baby, once this is just the start of the revolution, we're going to overthrow the government of America, which she spells with three Ks. Nice. Oh wow, dude! I love what a smokescreen, dude. <laughs> you kill, you kill a couple of people, and then you're like, "Fuck you, racist America!" <laughs> it's like, yeah, but <laughs> right. Look, One of them being a black man, a yeah, superintendent. Yeah. <laughs> Look, <laughs> they did believe that this is this. These were their beliefs. They just kind of did whatever they yeah, wanted. Yeah. They kind of used them to justify whatever. <laughs> yeah, they weren't really doing a lot. They kidnapped Patty Hearst. No, that was a pretty big Fair play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it seems like this was a genuine like change of attitude because her best friend, her BFF Trish Tobin, came to visit her in prison. And there's a recording of her being like, "Just so you know, my politics are like really different now. Just so you're aware." And Trish is like, "That's okay. Oh, I'm going skiing next week." Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I guess I would know how to talk to my fucking <laughs> gorillatized like old friend. Yeah. That was my part, huh? <laughs> Not necessarily. No, I just need a break. It's just hard to go through all this shit. Okay, hold on. No worries, baby. 
No worries, baby doll. No. Hello, baby. <laughs> it's nice because I can whisper in Joey's ear a little more sultry than Cosmo's with the headphones on. He can tell you my little <laughs> Joey's, I don't know about this Cosmo guy. <laughs> Why aren't you guys talking? <laughs> should we, should we get rid of him? What are, what are you saying? Man, you guys, you guys so fun. I love you guys so much. What are you saying? If we make a run for the knives right now, do you think we could get on? Where do you yeah, think you get I'll, the best of us? I'll hold on to his belt. Oh, loop. boy. I'll snag him by the belt loop and you go get the knives. I sure can't hear what they're saying. <laughs> All right. I wonder how we're going to edit that yeah, out. It came, after a, it came after a very long, awkward pause. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so she's in jail, still being all revolutionary and shit. Her family, though, happy to see her. Uh, mom and dad have split up at this point. It's tough on a marriage. Yeah, you know, well. to have your have your daughter go fucking urban gorilla. Mm, <laughs> That's yeah, so crazy. Uh, and also, I, I heard they can teach urban gorilla sign language now, though. Wow. <laughs> so maybe you could still communicate with her in a way. <laughs> yeah, they, well, need no. the, they need like a Jane Goodall of gorillas in the mist to <laughs> come and But it's Jane Goodall her. doing kind of like a hip hop teacher thing, being yeah. like, you know, gorillas. Shakespeare was actually kind of the first hip hop artist. <laughs> yeah, they were mad because Coco had some bad takes, and they're like, let's let's scrap this. Yeah, some whack takes from Coco. But it is true that the uh, they the thing they thought Coco wasn't like sign like it was no. uh, it was a sign language. i learned this from a deaf a deaf yeah i thought I, I i guess Wait. i forgot i thought you knew that about that i mean i guess if i thought more about it that would make sense but like it's they taught your they taught coke with the gorilla a type of sign language oh but it wasn't it yeah. wasn't asl i did my uh. i did i have a joke about that and i did it and then a deaf man went up and was like you know i can't let you say that without saying some shit <laughs> i was like fuck, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> which is about the opposite of what you want to hear about yeah. a joke i know oh, a member who, a member of the community in effect has something yeah. to say about it mm, okay. was this a deaf man that complimented your set yes Guys, we got. I thought I had a pretty rough one, and then he was like, "That's I don't know if I wanted to say this on the pod, but he was like, that was he was like that was great, man.' I was like, "Oh, thanks." And then he went up and he was like, "I'm deaf. I can't really hear what any of you are saying." I was like, "God damn it!" All right. Oh, I oh, also forgot to mention about uh, fucking Stephen Weed. Remember this guy? Oh, Stephen uh-huh. Weed. Go back to episode one. The first Stephen she was dating, her high school teacher. In the apartment the night she was kidnapped yeah, uh, and also had been previously over the course of the last year kicked out of the Hearst house, oh. you know, because he was just hanging around yeah. being like, let me do an interview. Let me. Yeah. They're sick of him parking his van in their driveway. <laughs> it's an interesting way to be broken up with by your girlfriend is just to have her be kidnapped from your apartment and then never hear from her again. Well, that- and you just kind of like, oh, I know boy. what she's doing. I know she does. I'm pretty sure she doesn't want to see me. Well, you're just getting like news, like snippets of like, well, it seems like her and that terrorist are getting pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, it would be a, a much worse world if Steven had held a candle for her the whole time. The funniest way to get broken up with is to watch your kidnapped girlfriend slowly become a <laughs> domestic terrorist. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Steven Weed, obviously just kind of knows he's on the outs by the time Patty Hearst actually makes it to jail. Patty! <laughs> What's up? <laughs> uh, but it's time. Her family gets, the, of course, the best attorney that can be hired. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is going to be basically the whole story from here on is going to be, guess what kind of protection rich people can get in our legal system? A lot yeah. of it. I feel like protection. she knew that kind of along the way. Yep. Well, yeah. it has such like like rich girl energy of just like I'm I'm just doing whatever I'm just vibing I'm just feeling it. Out. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like it's almost like she did a gap year. Yeah, exactly. She did a gap from being a uh, rich well-to-do yeah. person and just decided to play act as a revolutionary for a little bit. Yeah, she smoked weed one time and then started doing this. Like, <laughs> yeah, this was her uh, Pink Floyd. Phase, yeah, yeah. Where some of us just got into like psychedelics for a second. Yeah. Uh, so they, her family hires F. Lee Bailey, a celebrity defense attorney. F. Lee. What? <laughs> Why do F. celebrities Lee. use the like similar... Is it because they're just good and they have money? Or is it just like they're good with the high profile? They're like PR, good at the PR yeah, side? I think the high profile thing has a lot to do with it. He had defended the Boston Strangler. Whoa. You want to get that guy. Also, the... Uh, the, the the army captain who had done the My Lai Massacre. Jeez. And later he will be on the OJ team. He honestly shouldn't even be near Patty Hearst. I would be <laughs> like, you make her seem so guilty. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> those guys. 
No, he was famous. There were people there just to see him do his shtick. Wow. Did he mm. get those people off? Uh, I mean, he did very well with a guy who I am only referring to as the Boston Strangler. Well, the Boston Strangler is, did do life, and it's like pretty unclear if he like was even the guy. <laughs> okay. so, yeah, so I don't even. I feels like he got a vaguely innocent guy convicted. I'll tell you what the work. Maybe not innocent, the work he does <laughs> probably not innocent. The work he does, bourgeois pig. Uh, the work he does here is. Pretty impressive for what is clearly happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And very impressive, honestly. Uh, there, there's some maybe some missteps. Uh, but re- really, the big misstep is that uh, Patty just doesn't like this fucking guy. She, oh. he's, he's like frequently drunk, just like kind of a pig. Uh, he's got this co-counsel though, Al Johnson. Uh, really hits it off. She likes this guy. Okay, interesting. And Al Johnson, the first thing that he advises her to do as she makes Johnson her attorney, right? The first thing he advises her to do is like, cut out the fucking revolutionary yeah. act, sister. Oh, you gotta. You, you gotta. So she's writing all these letters to Stephen Solia, and he's like, that's it. No more. Mm-hmm. Get, get out of there. And she just cold cuts her boyfriend off. Damn, no more overplotting to, no to overthrow America or anything. Yeah, I mean, when laid out in front of you where it's like, I think we have a pretty good defense here. You just have to fucking stop. <laughs> like, like I, I, well... I don't know if it was a good defense necessarily because there's a lot of he- there's a lot of hard work ahead of them. Yeah. Cuz if you're going to say oh look at she look she's in jail now so and she's back to normal. She's not acting like a revolutionary yeah. anymore. You have to go through the process of saying A, brainwashing is real and it works. B, the SLA was capable of brainwashing and that was their intention all along. Interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, and and even if number one is true, which you know it, to some extent, to an extent, yeah. it is the SLA, as we've seen, was not a crew that had a lot of plans or like expertise over psychological states yeah. of people. They were kind of just hangout boys with, who liked like fireworks, and <laughs> yeah, and guns, yeah. They they really were just some college kids who got their access to some guns and some some theories, some books. You know, the books were the more dangerous yeah. part, <laughs> much more pa- powerful than the sword. What was, what was the press coverage like of this thing? You know, what, what was the what were the headlines reading? Uh, I mean, heavily against Patty yeah, <laughs> at, at a certain point. Well, it feels like the public saw her being like super into this for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, and it had been over a year. Yeah. But here's something important to remember about Patty Hearst. She's a Hearst. Mm-hmm. Can't shake that. Yeah. So the the narrative is gonna is gonna shift pretty strongly as a bunch of uh, awfully friendly media outlets suddenly start uh-huh. profiling her 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 hardships in prison. Yeah. Just how rough of a time this has been for her. So she's on trial at first for the Hibernia bank robbery. The first bank robbery where she shows up is like, I'm Tanya. Yeah. Tanya here. Hey, it's me, Tanya. I'm here to rob a bank. Uh, and what they need to do is prove that uh, that this was an act of coercive persuasion, mm-hmm. which is to say, an act that was she was forced to do by her cap. But I feel okay. like there's some there. I feel like that's there's a decent argument here because she was like, "Well, I was kidnapped at gunpoint by these people." But the, like, had this but, come after she released that thing saying yes. I'm joining? <laughs> but yes. she's got. I'm sure she has to be saying that that yeah, was I mean, coercive, yeah, of course, like, right? Like so, the way coercive persuasion usually works in a court of law is that you can't. If I shoot you because someone is pointing a gun at me and telling me to do it. That's coercive persuasion. It can't be because I had a conversation with a guy in the other room and came in here and shot you. So if I'm like, I have a gun right here, I will kill you if you don't go down the street and shoot this guy waiting for the bus. There, You have to remember, there was video footage of, of Patty Hearst walking around a bank with a gun, yeah. very enthusiastically yeah, taking yeah. part in a bank yeah. robbery. No one, none of her comrades pointing a gun at her. Yeah. What if we start, if I was robbing banks, I'd wear birthday hats. That feels like a fun one. No one's done. It doesn't really cover your face at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't. Well, maybe you wear it on your forehead like a... Like a like a unicorn. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so pretty. <laughs> and then, you know, maybe I get like one of those costumes and you're the back of the unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then I'm waiting outside and you, you run up and we become one unicorn. You're like, you're like drive, drive. <laughs> I, Adam's idea of crime usually involves cos- he usually goes costume first. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then decides if he wants to commit the crime. It's all about style. It's all about the style, yeah. dude. 
Uh, yeah, so in order to prove that this, this course of persuasion, they need to effectively convince the jury that she has just been fully brainwashed, which is not a legal defense. Yeah. There's no, like, I was brainwashed yeah. into doing this Your willingly. Honor, I was out of my goddamn mind. <laughs> <laughs> so is there, I mean, the insanity... You can't really do that for nah, multiple things. They like can't that. really do this. I think insanity means that you don't like you were in a state where you don't know the difference between like right and wrong. And wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I suppose if your whole movement is about what is right, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they might have been better off going with an insanity. Although that also definitely went to past any yeah. sort of like real mm-hmm. smell test here. Uh, the, and so while this is happening, Bill and Emily's trial is also happening for this same robbery. Okay. Them being, they're the only three that were Th- those two are being tried together. Yes, and uh, okay. Patty separately. All right. Uh, the only conflict that they have between their stories of as to what happened is uh, in terms of the whole kidnapping. Which feels saga. rare. What it feels rare? I feel like we could both be telling the truth, and you'd get like three different stories. Yeah, but it's the it's the law. You rehearse it a lot. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, the only point of contention there really was was her, the nature of her relationship with Willie Wolf, oh. which we touched on in the beginning. She, after her arrest continually claim that there was no consensual contact between her and Willie Wolf. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which is something that Bill and Emily like did several press interviews being like, not only is that a lie, it is so insulting to us. Because the SLA was a feminist or- organization composed of mostly women. They didn't want the this idea. Yeah, like, you know. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I mean, are they really worried about their branding at the? I mean, yeah. they're, they're bigger. <laughs> they should be worried about going to prison forever. But they were always just. Uh, it be like, like it's. I hate. Uh, I, she's face, faking this accusation, and and it's terrible because she knows I hate that. <laughs> like that's all she's saying. <laughs> yeah, but also if they were a part of an organization that did rape her, then that um, is bad yeah, for them. Of course, yeah. So there's there's still a legal incentive for them to be like, but they also like. Dude, come on. Yeah. You know that's not Well part of it, it's like they don't they want their organization accurately represented, but are they thinking that other people will pick up the torch? Like yeah, are they yeah. they were never recruit like so I don't understand. The organization do they is, think it's gonna come back together and I yeah. think they, they do want to there's a certain extent to which they're like, No, no, we were like legit. We weren't just some we weren't just thugs yeah. out to do bad we things. We had a legit we had arguments and morals and, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, also a big point of contention is that uh, Emily does an interview where she points out the nature of their relationship where they were, in fact, uh, together. Porkin. Porkin. was what she said. <laughs> Porkin consensually. Consensual and points pork. out that uh, Patty Hearst mentioned a, a love totem that Willie Wolf had given to her. Totem? Uh, a, quite literally a totem. Uh, a little necklace. An Olmec monkey necklace, as they call it. Hmm. It's a big point that comes up in the trial is that... Uh, Willie Wolf gave her this necklace and she actually in that eulogy that she gives to her fallen comrades mentions how much she loves Willie and mentions this necklace and that necklace was in her possession when she was arrested by the FBI <laughs> oh, wow. wearing like a monkey's heart around her neck a little wooden monkey what are you talking okay, about what's okay. wrong with you that seems, that seems crazy a little wooden monkey seems crazy yeah. <laughs> like a cute little monkey well I was definitely picturing it differently but you were picturing a monkey's heart. I Cosmo, really, you heard Olmec and you heard monkeys. You thought monkeys. I don't know heart. what Olmec means. I was picturing some sort of like old, like like Lovecraftian trinket of no, like, like a tiny little cute little monkey that you'd give to your girl. That sounds so bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was Is a, she here? <laughs> <laughs> that was a big was it a gorilla? Was there something there? Or he just got a monkey. What is the word you're using? Olmec? Olmec. It was an ancient it was a Mesoamerican civilization. Oh, okay. Okay. Duh. 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 That's what that is the energy. <laughs> that is what they call it though. They call it an Olmec monkey. It was probably just like some fucking trinket that he got at the boardwalk one day. Sure. But he gave but he split it with Patty and he did have his half of it on him when he died, and she had his half when she oh, was arrested. It's one of those. It's one oh. of those. And it's 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 not even like that was Emily's hearsay. In the communique that yeah. she releases as a eulogy, she mentions that monkey being like, "I've always loved wi- I'll always love Cujo, and I'll always keep that little Olmec monkey that he gave me." Mm-hmm. And yep. she was wearing it when arrested. Interesting. Yep. yep. She had it on her. It was, it was part part of the evidence presented at trial. She kept this trinket. Yeah. True. So that's we'll leave it at that, huh? <laughs> It's crazy how you can do all this shit and be like, we almost got off if it wasn't for the little monkey. Like, what? <laughs> little yeah. monkey. You know, shot. There's video footage of you <laughs> shooting people at a bank. I know. There's. It's. It's such like a little dramatic. Like, 
television moment. They're like, and we got the monkey. And it's like, wow, what a big moment. She also pled no contest to opening fire at the sporting goods yeah, store. The law is so stupid where it's like, they're so guilty. They are so guilty. And they're like, well, so the biggest mistake that uh, Johnson and the defense makes is letting Patty take the stand. This uh, was a gamble to begin with. Yeah, They were kind of banking on the idea that the judge would not allow in this trial about the one bank robbery oh, the would not allow them to ask any questions about anything that happened in the year following that bank robbery. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but the judge goes ahead and lets it's like, for sure that's re relevant. Like, yeah. yeah, that's the thing is it seems super relative to me yeah. how brainwashed she was. If she continued to do it for another year, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, and she takes the stand. The prosecution starts asking her like, so uh, what about all the rest of the stuff that you did for the last, uh, uh, 365 yeah. what have you been up to patty yeah and she repeatedly takes the fifth uh mm. which is not a good look not on this stand yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean she takes the fifth like to an absurd extent to like the what color pen am i holding she's like i refuse to answer that question <laughs> on my fifth amendment right you know you do like the whole spiel uh -huh. like you're invoking a spell you yeah, know you yeah. know that type of fifth amendment right yeah. invocation but it's also it's like it's like why the fuck are you why are you up yeah here? Why, why are you up here if you're not gonna talk yeah you know? well that's hence why it might uh be a little bit of a mistake yeah. for her to have taken the stand uh yeah and for this obviously she's guilty She's sentenced to 35 years for the Hibernia bank wow. robbery. Did someone die in that bank robbery or no? No, no one died in that bank oh, robbery. Wow. I guess mm -hmm. I thought bank robbery was not that serious. Yeah, that's, th that's 35 years, including the shooting at Mel's, where she pled no contest mm. to opening fire into a crowd of people. Yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. Uh, in a rare instance, though, as she was, uh, she was uh, <laughs> pleading ineffective counsel... <laughs> Oh, basically boy. being like these guys sucked so much i didn't get a fair trial oh, come on my lawyers were so bad can you do I that did. when you i guess even when you b pay for a lawyer yeah you could do it especially if you can pay for another lawyer yeah okay yeah. uh in a strange situation she was actually uh, let out on a one million dollar bail it really just is like this is this, this yeah. is built for rich people this mm -hmm. is dope, man so what's she doing on the outside well what she's doing on the outside is uh part of the part of her um the conditions of this bail means she has to have police escorts around her. Cool. Oh, what a great use of government <laughs> funds. Well, uh, I mean, she hates the cops. Yeah. Except for her. This oh, one. my no God. Hey, dude. No. He's having so much fun. <laughs> her fiance, her first husband, Bernie Shaw, was one of her protectors during this time period where she was out on bail. That feels sort of inappropriate on his on his end. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, it seems like that's. <laughs> I, say what you will about Betty Hearst. She has a type. Yeah. High school teachers, kidnappers, cops that are protecting yeah, her. Yeah, sort of people who have power over her. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Mm. Uh, yeah, engaged to Bernie Shaw. They make a big to do out of this. It's like, oh look, I'm engaged now. I'm a normal person. I'm done being brainwashed by that radical group. And this is in the middle of the. Like the trial, she's going through appeals. She has been sentenced for some of this stuff, and there's still plenty of more to go through, right? But she's out on bail. Is part of this like take a, a anti like the opposite stance on cops specifically? Like maybe. I mean, I, I hate to be that cynical and say that she didn't just want to fuck the the mustachioed guy that was hanging out with her. But I guess I didn't realize that bail was. For, I thought bail was for when you're awaiting trial. I didn't realize you'd be out on bail after she's you're already charged because she's doing a an appeal. Oh, interesting. I know. Well, it, it does say that this is rare, and it is a high amount of bail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it does eventually run out. She's out of jail for two years, and then in 78, she has to go back in, because they're just like, you can't just keep paying mm -hmm. your yeah, way out yeah, of jail. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, someone's like, what are we You gotta doing? do a little jail. You man. gotta do, okay, uh, Patty, do a little bit it's of jail. a smidge of jail for Patty. Uh, and actually, like, as much as Bill Harris, Bill Harris is, by the way, one of the only people that is around to talk about, to, to really talk shit about Patty. Okay. He's okay. kind of like a, a, a pig, <laughs> but, you know, not in a terrible way. <laughs> okay. I mean, he's defended some of the worst men <laughs> in all time, but. Uh, but actually, Patty's uh, lawyers being so effective at, like, shutting down further cases really saved their ass from, like, doing war jail time for the, the Carmichael robbery. Okay. So they were all, everyone was kind of benefiting from Patty Hearst having such good lawyers and just going back to being a rich kid, yeah, getting yeah. engaged to a cop, having the press like paint this narrative of her. The way that, the way that it's been put is that she really had everyone focus on, uh, <laughs> I was kidnapped and I was forced to commit a robbery. 
and then it doesn't matter what happened after that. Yeah. Really kind of erasing the whole second act of yeah. this story. Well, the part, the part, I mean, because that is true, but it's all the stuff that where it's like, and then I kind of started mm. wilding out. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, she's like throwing away. like, she's going by Patricia now. No more Patty. Oh. Patty was always a no more family. <laughs> she didn't want to be, she didn't, she never wanted to be Patty. Patty was like the the name that stuck when she was kidnapped. Uh-huh. She's Patricia. She's an old, she's a proper rich lady. Yes, yeah. She had a crazy experience in her 20s, but who hasn't? I mean, who amongst us can yeah. say we didn't rob a couple of banks? I picture her hair changing immediately too when she was. I picture her, her, a shorter haircut while she's a criminal. Is this wrong? And then a, <laughs> well, she wore a lot of wigs when she was a criminal. Oh uh, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Hell, it, I feel like anyone who's going through a wig phase is is going like, through le- it legally. Like I feel like they should get away with something because clearly, yeah. if you're wearing that many wigs, you're they probably need a welfare check of some yeah. sort. Did, did you say anything about what happened to her co-conspirators in their trial? Uh, Bill did and I Emily just... obviously get locked away for that. Okay, show. yeah, they they're doing uh. They're doing eight years for this, actually. Uh, but when it comes to uh, Patty's whole trial, something happens that kind of changes the cultural tide. A little thing called Jonestown. Oh, mm. look. Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid drinking convention. Uh, it was Flavor-Aid, for the record. Uh, but after seeing you know, this big mass suicide that happens and affects Americans, and people are like, oh, maybe... Brainwashing. Maybe there's something coercion. to this brain. In fact, you know who says that is John Wayne. <laughs> oh, cool. I'm glad that they're, he's really <laughs> notable racist John Wayne. Is well, right? if they can convince a hundred people to kill themselves, why can't they brainwash one little girl? <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> Brainwashing sounds good. Uh, we want a clean brain. I would love one. Are you kidding me? Yeah, a filthy brain. That would be incredible. And I I come out and I just like I'm fucking voting on tax reform. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, strong opinions on postage. (laughs) (laughs) That would rule to get a brain just thoroughly. (sighs) Uh, Yeah, the Jonestown thing happens in '78, uh, and then '79, Jimmy Carter. Everyone's favorite president. The only president who knows that he's committed a yeah. sin by being a president. Yeah, Mr. Peanut himself. That's where the condoms Jimmy had came from. <laughs> yeah, because he, he was... Notoriously, he always wore a condom. <laughs> Even at, in the Oval Office, just yeah. doing yeah. his job. Yeah. Oh, right, right. At all times. At all times, he wore a condom. Uh, Jimmy Carter commutes her sentence. Where she should have been serving it out, she uh, is freed on February 1st of 1979. Wow. wow. Yep. So she didn't... How much jail time did she actually do? Uh, here and there from 75 when she was arrested, was in and out of jail. There was bail, obviously. Yeah. Probably did cumulatively three years or so. Okay. Damn. Some jail, I guess. They she just did killed some, some people. but she, she did some jail. Yeah. <laughs> there was some jail time, sir, yeah. but not... She did a rich person amount of jail yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Carter, was the press pretty helpful in... When was he... Was he elected like after the whole trial? And no, no, he was the president. That's how he was able to communicate. Well, he means that. after the trial, before. I mean, did her like family connections help get him elected in any way? Oh, or? that's interesting. Uh, maybe with the media, maybe not. Though maybe he commuted this and was like, "Hey, in 1980, you're going to help me out," and then Ronald Reagan sweeps, wins every single state yeah, in the entire yeah, union. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, I don't yeah. I don't know. Look, man, I didn't follow the money, and that's always been my number one flaw. Dude, I don't follow it just because I want some of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to track down that money. Every time I Pace. see a penny on the ground, I'm not thinking about my good luck. I'm thinking about I wonder which direction this penny guy was headed in. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe it's this more is more of these Lincolns. <laughs> when you're shaking the penny like, where are the rest of your friends? <laughs> I touch it, it's like still warm. Yeah. <laughs> in 1981, she writes a book. Called Every Secret Thing, which F. Lee Bailey, her old lawyer, calls the most ill-advised thing I could possibly imagine doing. So funny. But she's already done, like, right? Yeah, no, she has. Uh, It's just that there are still uh, interested parties in a lot of what's happening in the story. Yeah, more charges could be filed, probably. Yeah, and it's a lot of just her... It's her like setting her own narrative here. Like I was always a victim. All this shit happened. She does talk about the murder of Myrna Upsall at Upsall at that second bank robbery. Hmm. So it like she opens herself up to prosecution again. But seemingly that doesn't just that just never seems to materialize. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. 
Crazy how these things work. Just got crazy how some things just kind of work out for yeah. some people, huh? Print a sort of get out of jail free card. And I mean, her the rest of her life, she's just like a rich lady, yeah, dude. Bumming she, around. She uh, shows up in a few John Waters films, which is weird. Yeah, I don't know John Waters that well, I'll admit. Uh, but yeah, just like guy, not a good actor. <laughs> just kind of is around. She does a voice in an episode of Frasier. I know that. What? Really? You know, they would have people call in with their problems. Yeah. Uh-huh. She did like a call what? in the first season. What was, was the, the problem? <laughs> what was the problem? <laughs> was it, was it a joke that it's Patty Hearst calling? No, it wasn't. Uh, oh, it's okay. not even. It's like, I, I, I don't know. I looked it up when I when I first read this book, but it's not like so I got kidnapped recently. Yeah. But like she's talking in the Patty Hearst voice, you know? Uh-huh. She's like she's monotone, she's bored sounding, and she's talking to Dr. Fraser Crane, oh, baby. She has like a notable voice. Oh yeah. I mean, she I, I've listened to enough of the recordings that is notable to me, but she just like has this like monotone. She's just mm. she sounds bored even when there's a gun pointed at her. Wow. The where was she living during this time? Uh, this whole time, Who I mean, she married her post? wherever her wherever rich people need to be. Uh, multiple okay. homes. She definitely lived at San Simeon, which is the the Hearst Castle. How long was she with Cop Boy? Uh, I believe she's they stuck together for quite a while. Okay, what, did he quit? Simeon? Did he quit, or is he still being a cop while she's being rich? Oh, I, would, I mean, I don't think you need. Oh, that's that. a, the working class cop. <laughs> yeah, BF rich heiress GF. All right, do you want me to look up when she was actually married here? Did you say that their I house is named San Sim- Simbian? San Simeon is the name of the town. Okay, it's close mm. to... Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like Urban Gorilla. Is yeah. that what you're thinking? A little bit. Oh, no, no, yeah. They were married the whole time he died. Damn. Oh, yeah, you can't be doing that. <laughs> yeah, you're not... A, was he dude, two days that. from retirement? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not... You're not a lot. You're not allowed to stay married to dead people, even no. if you ask really nicely. Interesting. <laughs> so, do they make? Is it a divorce of sorts? No, they die. <laughs> what are you talking about? They die. Hmm. Was it Cosmo? I was making a little. <laughs> we're, yeah, we we're just fucking around. Hey, man, I was just fucking around with you. You can marry a dead woman if you want. <laughs> yeah, buddy. You mean it? Yeah. <laughs> Jonah, I'm going. Co- Joan of Arc. Cosmo, I've had something I wanted to say for a long time. <laughs> there was a real moment where Cosmo was like. Damn, they make you file a divorce when your <laughs> spouse dies? Dude, the lawyers, the lawyers alone Dude. are going to take take so much yeah, of it. Those vultures, man. You're still married to your dead wife. You need to divorce her. <laughs> yeah. In the eyes of God. All you, right. you took a vow, okay? <laughs> All right, but yeah, it's just two decades of that. Uh, Bill and Emily both get out eventually from their prison sentences, wow. about a decade each. Uh, they split up. Emily meets a woman, women's prison. <laughs> Uh, starts a family. Bill starts a family. Everyone's doing okay. But then, 1999, an episode of America's... Woodstock. An episode of yeah. the Woodstock Y2K. 99. <laughs> the world ends because of a computer <laughs> virus, as you remember. Uh-huh. Uh, an episode of America's Most Wanted airs, showing all the people still at large, mostly Kathy Solia. Uh-huh. And someone watches that in St. Paul, Minnesota, and says... Wow. That's my neighbor. <laughs> Whoa. That's the name she has taken on, Sarah Jane Olson. Uh, that's such a fake name. <laughs> Sarah Jane Olson. Sarah Jane Olson. She uh, apparently had uh, just fled. She was from the Midwest originally. She was from Fargo, moved over to St. Paul, got married, had a couple of kids. Apparently was being comfortable enough there that she started acting in community theater. Wow. She was an actor originally. Where did, where did we last see her? She when did would she have disappear been, from the police? She would have been with all of these folks in the pipe bombings. She just like heard that the heat was on and got out okay. while everyone else yeah. got arrested. Was her husband aware of her past? Her sordid past? Uh, unclear, maybe. Yeah. They definitely, uh, he said, like, well, we've always been pretty progressive. <laughs> wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Sarah Jane Olson was the last member of the SLA to be arrested here. Uh, she took a, ends up taking a kind of a bad deal and serves nine years of prison. Damn. In 2003. She would have gotten less if it weren't for 9-11, she says. <laughs> uh, but she also, to her credit, she, uh, under her new name, which she legally changed her name Sarah to Sarah Jane, Jane Olson, yeah. Uh, under her new name, she uh, published a cookbook called Serving Time, America's Most Wanted Recipes. 
Wait, wait, wow. like prison commissary recipes? <laughs> I think she just like realized she had a little bit of celebrity that she could spin into a book. Truly, it does seem like truly anyone could make a cookbook. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure she was cooking. There's I'm sure. No rule that, co- that the recipes have to be good. That's true. Yeah. Can you get a ghostwriter and a cookbook and just be like, make me something with spaghetti sauce. <laughs> and then like, on it, boss. <laughs> click, 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 click. And then your little chef ghostwriter is like, yeah. Uh, well, what happens is this or this arrest opens up more prosecution for the murder of Myrna Opsal, which her kids just can't get over. Ooh, cry uh, about it. Yeah, so <laughs> as, as it ends up that Bill and Emily both in the two, early 2000s have to go back to jail. Emily admits to, to killing it, Myrna, and it kind of is like, I said she was a bourgeois pig. That probably wasn't very fair yeah. of me. I would be so pissed if I had to go back to jail like that. Like, oh, Come on, yeah. I just did like nine years. Yeah. Well, guess who doesn't have to do any time for the murder mm, of Myrna Opsal? The rich girl. Yeah. Well, huh? in 1999, actually, sorry, in 2001, on the last day of Bill Clinton's presidency, she was pardoned. Whoa. It's crazy that like presidents do that shit where it's like it's like <laughs> the deadline for their papers do where they're like, okay, and there's a here's a thousand pardons. It's so but, it's like, so fucked up they do it on literally the last day of their second term, so yeah. they know they can't get in trouble. And yeah. it's like Bill Clinton had already been in trouble yeah. for a long yeah. time. Oh god. Yeah. Interesting. Wait, so who who'd the last guy pardon? <laughs> Barack Obama? Oh, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Barack <laughs> Look at I bet there's some real some real interesting fellers. Is it literally like every president's last they'll they'll do that? They do that a lot. lot. Yeah, that's that's for sure. He pardoned more turkeys. (laughs) It says right here here, Donald Trump pardoned every turkey. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. He sentenced every turkey to death. (laughs) All right. I mean, do you think this will be funny? It's gonna be like I bet there would be a funny name in there. It's gonna be all like crazy, like old. It's all people who like worked for him and broke the law, probably. Probably. Yeah. White collar crime. Yeah, I don't know why I looked at this as so I was going to recognize any of these. I thought thought there would be a chance that there would be. There certainly were a lot. There certainly are a lot of people. Oh yeah, Steve Bannon. Ah, pardon Steve Bannon. The Bannon Cannon. Mm Hmm. Oh, it's so fun. Look, he's doing so many leading up to it too. He doesn't do it all on the last day like Bill. Donald Trump was like, "I'm going to need at least a week." Damn, he did so many. (laughs) Wow. It rules that you could just be like, have a list of people like, don't worry, man, commit any crime you want while I'm in office. I got you January 2021. That is crazy. What about this? It's a story of a boy's father who gets wrongfully convicted. So the boy spends his life becoming a a crack politician and gets elected president (laughs) just so that he can pardon his innocent father. Interesting. Kind of fun, kind of long. Yeah. I'm still scrolling to the January 19th pardons. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of them, January dude. January 19th, yeah. It must have been all day with this guy. Par- pardon is so is like a funny way to phrase it, right? Like, <laughs> oh, please pardon, pardon my me. friend. He didn't mean to commit to the literal domestic terrorism. So is getting out on bail. It's just like, fuck this fuck person, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dude, you rich. bailed on jail, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Did you flake on your sentence? <laughs> Wait a second. Why do we let the president pardon people? I don't that know. That is yeah, so is, fucked up. It is crazy. That is crazy. Why, I, why, do other countries do this? Governors can do it, too. I wouldn't be surprised if I found out that no other country in the world does this. I want, yeah, like a tyrannical sort of power. I bet, yeah. I bet a lot of them do. Well, we're I bet I'm always a lot about our fucking judges and how proud we are of our legal system. And then it's just like, but this guy can just yeah. decide he likes a dude. Or a girl. Or a or, Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who's the first non-binary person to be pardoned by the United States government? Uh, I wonder. Uh, oh Lord. Well, yeah. guys, what do you think about those losers that I told you? Did you think that fits shock. the theme? Do you shock. think it, there's a lot of them, right? Yeah, I wasn't wrong. Like, I wasn't no. wrong. The SLA loser organization, Patty Hearst, big loser, just kind of did whatever was around yeah. her. She couldn't really. She didn't catch much flack, though. <laughs> yeah, she she did. You got to be on Frasier. I guess that's actually if you were only able to steer your like celebrity from something like this into a guest spot on Frasier in a cookbook. Well, that's how I, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah no, but right. uh, I would give. I don't think you understand what I would give to have a guest spot on Frasier. <laughs> I don't think you understand. The people I would hurt. Yeah, would you give a bank teller a note that says, put the money in a bag? Yeah. <laughs> I would. I would. I would say, bring back Frazier. I want to do a guest spot. Bring back Frazier. Bring back. Bring it back. I want to do a guest spot. I'm just working some stuff out. 
<laughs> yeah, you just literally want the the mental health advice. <laughs> I though yeah, I yeah. I'm going to leave one of the voicemails for Dr. Crane yeah. and I want him to help me. <laughs> Is this Fraser or Niall? <laughs> Oh, guys, this concludes a th- the first three-parter. Endless. Uh, yeah. Wow. Stay tuned for our next three-parter. Just uh-huh. kidding. I don't have one of these. The in book me. about what? What was the? What was the? Our friend Charlie Coges of a Jones. few episodes past at this point read, bought the world's largest. He ordered online. Didn't it was on Jonestown. Which yeah, was yeah, yeah, it was on, yeah. Huge book. Um, start reading. Read the people's history yeah. and give us the whole. Read massive loser. America's the loser, on. and you have to read the whole people's history. I uh, um, consider reading it. Was it written by a man who was caught masturbating in his workplace? Or no? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, no. There needs no. to be a people his, people's history of the life of what's his name Jeffrey Tubin. Jeffrey Tubin. No, I mean of the guy who wrote a people's history. Howard oh, Zinn. Yeah, maybe he did masturbate. Friends with Matt Damon. Maybe one time he did masturbate on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think so. <laughs> All right. Well, good goddamn, everyone. We love you. Thanks for listening to Thank presumably you. three episodes. I <laughs> yeah. mean, you'd be a goddamn fool to have yeah. just listened to this one. It'll be fun to look at the, the listen stats later <laughs> and see like, like the first one, like this many, and the second one, not quite so many. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> fine. One. That's not fine. We so weren't many. batting a thousand in this one anyway, yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. fine. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. Uh, come back soon. Cosmo, um, What's your favorite? Uh, what's, what's your favorite te- terrorist act? Uh, uh, loving too much, <laughs> mm. loving too radically. You